This is bedlam, Barsley said with disgust. How are we supposed to disembark in the midst of that? Since we've come from Moscow, perhaps they think the Russian ambassador is aboard, Alaric said, watching a rowboat set out toward them, manned by a dock worker. Why in the devil's name would a flock of women come looking for a Russian? Kochube is a good-looking fellow, Alaric said, as the boat struck the side of the ship with a thump. He complained of English ladies besieging him, calling him Adonis, and sneaking into his bedchamber at night. But the captain wasn't listening. What the devil are those women doing on the wharf? Captain Barsley roared as the dock worker clambered over the side from the rowboat. Make way for my gangplank, or I won't be responsible for the fish having a fine meal. The man dropped to the deck, eyes round. It's true, you're here he blurted out. Of course I'm here, the captain snarled. But the man wasn't looking at Barsley. He was looking at Alaric. Cavendish Square, London. Miss Wilhelmina Everett Finch was engaged in her favourite activity, reading. She was curled up in an armchair, tearing through Pliny's eyewitness account of the eruption of Mount Vesuvius. It was just the kind of narrative she most loved, honest and measured, allowing the reader to use her own imagination rather than ladling on sensational detail. His description of seeing a cloud of smoke shaped like an umbrella spreading ever higher and wider was fascinating. The door burst open. Madame Legrand delivered my new bonnet, her friend Lavinia cried. What do you think? Willa plucked off her spectacles and looked up as Lavinia spun in a circle. Absolutely perfect. The black plume was a stroke of genius. I fancy it adds gravitas, Lavinia said happily, making me look dignified, if not philosophical, like you in your spectacles. I only wish my spectacles were as charming as your plume, Willa said, laughing. What are you reading about now? Lavinia asked, dropping onto the arm of Willa's chair. Pliny's account of the eruption that buried Pompeii. Just imagine, his uncle headed directly into the smoke, determined to rescue survivors, and he wanted Pliny to go with him. Lord Wilde would have gone straight to the disaster as well, Lavinia said with a look of dreamy infatuation. Willa rolled her eyes. Then he would have perished, just as Pliny's uncle did. I must say, Wilde sounds like just the type to run straight at danger. But he'd be running toward danger in order to save people, Lavinia pointed out. You can't criticize that. She was used to Willa's scoffing at the explorer, whom she claimed to love above all else, except new hats and Willa. I am so happy my bonnet came in time for the house party at Lindo Castle, she said. Which reminds me that the trunks are stowed, and Mother would like to leave after luncheon. Of course. Willa jumped to her feet and tucked her spectacles and book into a small travelling bag. I am looking forward to seeing Lord Wilde's childhood home, Lavinia said with a happy sigh. I mean to sneak up to the nursery as soon as I can. Why? Willa inquired. Are you planning to take a keepsake? A toy he once played with, perhaps? The gardeners can't keep the flowerbeds at the castle intact, Lavinia said with a giggle. People want to press flowers between the pages of his books. Willa could scarcely imagine the chaos if Lord Wilde himself made an appearance. 
but the man hadn't been seen in England for years. If you believed the popular prince, he was too busy wrestling giant squid and fighting pirates. Sometimes Willa felt as if a fever had swept the kingdom, or at least the female half of it, leaving her unscathed. During the season that just ended, young ladies had talked very little about the men whom they might well marry and spend a lifetime with, and a great deal about the author of books such as Wild Sargasso Sea. Wild Sargasso Sea. Wild Latitudes. The only rational response was a snort. Willa was fairly certain that, in person, Lord Wilde would resemble every other man, likely to belch, smell of whiskey, and ogle a woman's bosom on occasion. She tucked her hand under Lavinia's arm and brought her to her feet. Let's go, then. Off to Lindo Castle to burgle the...